0: I'm Derek Thompson, the host of the podcast Plain English. We tackle technology, politics, culture, history,
1: everything that's happening in the world and why it matters. New episodes of Plain English drop every Tuesday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com.
2: They opened the door and who entered? The king of Rome, the king of Rome. The king of Rome, (laughs) the the king of Rome. Hi everyone! Welcome to the rights house on Ringer FC. Hope you're all safe and well. Today we're going to talk about the men's and the women's FA Cup quarterfinals. The England squad. I'm going to give some more flowers to Tammy Abraham. And my guests are Mayowa Quadri and Mister Musa Akwanga. How are you doing, fellas? Very well. Very well. Hello, hello. 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 Are you on good form? Always in good form. I'm in exceptional form. I'm in exceptional <laughs> form. <laughs> It's true. Why would, you know, the thing is, is that I, I feel like I spend a lot of my time saying I'm just okay. When deep down, I want to say I'm, I'm an exceptional form at the moment. I'm an exceptional form. Exceptional Listen,
0: form. I just got made a Godfather for the second time. So oh, we're calling I saw, it, I yes.
2: saw. Is it, what is it, Lily?
0: Listen, the Godfather part two, we're calling it. That's what they're calling it. Uh, <laughs> the streets.
2: I saw sitting on your lap. I saw it sitting on your lap. It's sweet, oh.
0: Beautiful, beautiful child. Beautiful child. So yeah, very exciting. How
2: does it make you feel, Moose? Does it make, oh my gosh. Brought me it to tears. It's such an honour. It is. It's amazing. People don't realise, Moose, that being a godfather, you know, obviously growing up in the film and everything, mm. it is the one of the most highest accolades you can give to somebody in respect. You're giving somebody your child if something happens to you, it's, it's one of the greatest the person, honors of no, my life. Yeah. Because what it means is, yeah.
0: yeah. Also someone like me, like I've had like variety of different careers and you, you, you do lots of different things. You know, I'm not, I'm not someone people might necessarily look at conventionally speaking as, oh yeah, that dude is like kids and mortgage. Mm. That's not, that's not my life. So, so to be recognized by someone like that, someone to look at this person and go, this person is absolutely solid. He's the one. Is a huge, he's the one I huge, want to look after yeah, my child. It's one of the greatest Yeah, compliments of my life. It's yeah. one of the greatest man.
2: May, are you a Godfather yet?
0: i I'm not,
1: but I am a pops,
0: so <laughs> Yes see. Just, there we see. this. Oh, on the pops You anointed himself.:
2: <laughs> <laughs> Many <laughs> are called, think, um, few are chosen.:
0: <laughs> Exactly. The, the, the thing about
2: the, um, <laughs> the thing about the pops is of course, the pops it goes without saying. but like I say, it's, it's when somebody has entrusted their child with you. Yes. Yeah, it's
1: different. I've not. It's, it's, I, I've got that weird sort of situation where you know when it's sort of like those sort of like moments, like the Fabregas World Cup. It's not. It's not handshaken, but it's sort of like this is going to happen, and you know, it's, I've got those yeah. sort of agreements in place where it's like this got is going to. This is going to be for you. We've, you mm-hmm. know, it's not a contract yet, but it's for you. Those are the sort of verbs I've got going on with the Godfather situation. Right, but it's true. Right. It is a beautiful thing, right? That someone it's can sort of say thing. to you that.
0: Wow, you're moving you know, like FIFA. You're like inviting tenders. <laughs>
2: He's, he's putting out tenders. Really, yeah, yeah, awful, right, tenders but speaking exactly. of, speaking of like
1: Godfather stuff, like with you, right, what I find so interesting is obviously you've done everything you've done in the game, right? But mm-hmm. still, like, you're like a footballing Godfather. Obviously everyone knows you as Uncle Righty, but you're like a footballing Godfather where people are like, listen, I'm trusting you with the development of this young lad just keep an, just keep an eye out for him. You know, listen, no, no one else knows him like you know him, please. Oh my gosh! Like... so
2: then I'm going to end up in an orange grove. going to end up dying <laughs> oh, in an
0: orange oh no, grove. Falling off your chair. <laughs> oh no. Pulling off my chair. Oh <laughs> no. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go!
2: Guys, we've got to talk about the FA Cup. Yeah. We've got the semifinals now. So it's mm-hmm. Palace Chelsea, Liverpool City. And it's funny because when, when, you was young, when I was younger, you always wanted the, um, there to be an underdog in there. I'm quite pleased for Palace to be in there. And I think that it's it might be a good time for them and the way Patrick have got them and what I watched them the other day against Everton, which is very hard to kind of gauge with Mm. Everton because for about 15 minutes, I don't know if you guys saw the game, um, Mm. about 15, 20 minutes, they literally had Palace in a stranglehold, bro. Frank got them started, they came out the blocks and Palace, it was like a boxer just came out and he just he yeah. just threw everything. It was the round one, Marvin Hagler, t- Thomas Sands and Palace couldn't get them off him. Couldn't get them off him. And yeah, but then, this, this also happens prior to thrashing.
0: This always happens. Do you think yeah. Moose?
2: But yeah. I mean, you know what Moose? Yes, yes. It was really, yeah. it was really strange and interesting to watch because I was in there and I was with Joe Cole and um, Laura was in Joe Cole and I said, while the game was going on, I said, firstly I said, Ever need to score in this period, or Palace mm. need to slow this game down, and then, right? just Townsend got injured for four minutes. Game changed. Yes, yes. It, it was the break that Palace needed because, you know, I'm sure Frank would have been absolutely delighted. And the chance what Michael Keane had, where he slashed at it, right? Mm. And you think to yourself, you know, something the margins in this game for something to either Work out, because that's how Frank would have seen it. Because if, if I'm Palace, guys, I'm thinking, right, let's... Re- let's Weather the storm. Not even that, Maoa. G- if I'm Palace, I'm going to say, right, we- let's just go at Everton. They're low in oh, confidence. Yeah. Yes, we know they won the other day, but they're low in confidence. Let's go at them. Let's put them players under pressure. John Joe Kenny, Michael Keane. Let's put these games at Holgate, the goalkeeper. And, and then for it to come out where you go out as the favourite and then, bam, they punch you and you're rocked. You've got wobbly legs and Palace Mm. through Andros Townsend getting injured guys. They got the time they needed and then once those guys got involved, Eze, Elise, Zaha, different game, Connor Gallagher, it was the game, it was just, it was just a matter of they're calling. They're calling Crystal Palace protective hair
1: FC. (laughs) Which is Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> what are they calling that? Protective <laughs> <laughs> <I can't>, hair <what>? FC. <laughs> They've all got locks and dreads.
2: <laughs> it's true, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of locks
2: and dreads going on, man. But
1: that I think that that moment was it's you know, it just sums up where Everton are at the moment where I don't know
2: where they are, bro. That's no, but that's it. Remember, we
1: were speaking about it recently, we were saying that nothing if nothing happens, the the anxiety builds. Cause they had that spell, and even though they were cooking, they were cooking, they were cooking. It's like the second they need to pick this pot up off mm. from the cooker, they're gonna drop it. Yeah. It's just always been the case well, when they're playing at home. It's the case. Yeah. It's just always the, it's the situation though at the moment that he's like, it's not gonna be a happy ending. And lo and behold, like you said, the injury comes, and the next thing you know, one, two, three. Before, and you're just thinking like oh my word and because the thing is the game before they had that little bit of luck didn't they last minute mm. last mm. well not what 99th minute <laughs> to be fair mm. beautiful goal Ooh, a beautiful goal constructed yeah amazing nice goal man. really yes. goal tell you what was, I found funny about that slight like side topic but it's like it's funny how that was a perfect situation for the knee slide lift the hands up yes we're here just did this mm. little Instagram post it's like come on man, that this, you're in a relegation Ooh. scrap pit. it won't be in that game that oh, was no, a perfect no. moment for Nisstad. He just did a little Instagram post. It's like, listen, you're in a relegation scrap. You need to rally the fans. Like, you know, Nisstad would have done it, but I think it's testament to where Everton are. They just can't catch a break with anything.
0: Mm. I actually think Everton handled that quite well. Like the euphoria of the the late victory over Newcastle, which is a great win for them. And mm. it was it said a lot that Everton could construct a winning goal like that under that kind of pressure because it was a glorious goal. Right now, Everton were coming in with that momentum, and Palace actually, interesting enough, Palace have played not the last couple of games, but so maybe to the last three games, they've basically had to sort of absorb a lot of shock, right? Yeah, They've been shock absorbing mode. So they've actually been used the teams. For example, like you look at like the city game, they've been used the teams absolutely coming out of them, hammering them. That takes an impact in terms of like how you set up a start of a game. So what it's saying really is maybe Everton thinking, if we go hard after them early, we can mm-hmm. unsettle them. The problem is actually, and Ian, you made this point perfectly, like over the course of the game, you know, you've got a midfield three against the four four two, they're gonna start finding the gaps. Yeah. Palace are gonna start mm-hmm. ball playing, and once they get Eze and Olise on the yeah. ball, who in my opinion actually are the two primary playmakers in that squad. And funnily enough, at this point now, like Zaha is brilliant, he's been for a long time, those mm-hmm. two players I think are ultimately more dangerous because what they do is control tempo. Mm-hmm. And when once Eze starts to control tempo, Eze did a dangerous thing. You do not want a player like that dropping 40 yards from yeah. goal because he will kill mm-hmm. you. This man, the, moves, he's he the moves second or third people goal. like this man. Like yeah, he, he moves, he moves like a ghost, but then also the way the man releases, he knows when to release, Ian. And this is mm-hmm. very dangerous. We saw Mkhitaryan did it at the weekend for Roma and he did it as well. You know those mm-hmm. passes that don't actually, not the assist, but the pass before the pass when you hit yes. it and it splits the defence, the winger gets mm-hmm. it and then like it's the square across and it's in. And yeah. e- the problem with Everton is they don't have that match control they, like you said, they don't have the tempo control. You're like Modric does. Yeah. You see what, this is what yes. Elisa is going to, Elisa was playing in the front three, but that man is going mm. to end up. And I, I hate to say this because Palace fans will like be like, oh, you're just like talking about players getting sold. No, it's not that. It's more like Eberichi Eze and Michael Elisa have the ability to play for the very biggest clubs in Europe. And I had another thought as well. Here's a hot take to throw in. I'm not sure how much better someone like a Jurgen Klopp or a Pep Guardiola coaches this group of players. Like if you what? gave Klopp or Guardiola um, these players, if you gave him at the Palace players, this is how well Vieira is coaching them. It's difficult to imagine the extra margins that Pep or Klopp would make. You know that they're great coaches. Don't get me wrong. And I'm they're, just saying that it's having fun hard with, to imagine. Having fun. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's mm. what I'm saying, Ian. It's hard to imagine. Mm. Mm. But you know the extra 20% that Klopp and Pep get out of any group of players? I don't yeah. see the extra 20% here. That's how good Fierro has been in charge. He's, of this. he's got them. He's you think he's got them at full pump, full tilt. Almost. I think. I don't I think can't they're see there. Yet. I don't think some. they're full
2: tilt. You
1: don't think they're there? I think there's still another level that these boys can cook up because even if you look at how the the team's been put together, that like least has been eased, mm. like he's been eased mm. in as he's come back from injury. We don't know what the Zaha solution about whether he's going to be a centre forward next season or not is. I think there's still another level that they mm. go mm. to as they grow with each other. And of course, some of these players we're talking about are still really young players. Like, Eze and Alise are only going to get better with playing more Premier League games. So I still think that mm. he's, he's extracted so much out of them, but there is another level that they, and he could go to. Because remember, this is his first sort of season in the Premier League. He's still probably sussing it out mm. as he's going along. Next year, he would have learned so much from what he's been through this year. Like, imagine him playing that Arsenal game next season, mm. if he had to do that again, when, it, when yes. it all just went wrong. He's going to know that, listen, I've got that learned experience now. I'm going to cook you in this way and that way. Like what they're doing there is you've got to pay Palace credit as well. Like for them to be in a semi final most teams don't really go for it in the league. They're going mm. for it. They're actually going for it. For them yeah. to be in a situation where they had Roy Hodgson for four years. And they, and I think Sean was saying it right. Where he was saying that he thinks that they were prepared to go down with Vieira in order to build back again. Just to come back. And they're doing all you of know, this.
2: You're giving, you've got to give them credit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, th- I think that um, one of the key things, and it's very obvious, is they've got to do something about either signing Connor Gallagher or they're going to have mm. to find somebody who does what he does because I've never seen anyone work that hard closing down, running back, um, linking up with, whether it's the, um, the defence, getting the ball, the midfield, going forward with the forwards. He gives mm. them so much that if you take him out, I think they lose a lot.
0: Um, it's a Mason Mount type vibe actually. It's it, it it, it very much so. And yeah. it's,
2: it's really interesting because obviously Palace have got Chelsea are Palace gonna, Are Chelsea going to let him play, Mioa, because that's something that I've always had a problem with. If you, you, You've let a player go from the start of the season and yes, he's, he's your player, um, your parent club. He goes to another club and for Conor Gallagher to go to, to, to Palace and take them to the levels, let's face it, he's one of the main reasons they're doing what they're doing. And then he's now got to the semi-final at Wembley, which we all dream about as, as professionals. And he can't play because his parent club's there. With the club he's on loan to, I just feel that there's something not fair about that.
1: Yeah, it's it's not it's not. I get every team will look for the little advantage, but I'm I'm a firm believer. Do you think in. Chelsea would let him play? I would hope they let him play. I think if anything, he's he's earned the respect and the opportunity to play at Wembley. He has done so much for that team. For me, it's like you've you've told this boy to go on loan and prove himself. Mm. Now he has the opportunity to prove it on the biggest. That's it's going to be one, of the, if not the biggest game of his career. I don't mm-hmm. think it's, if, you, if you're if you really serious against about him coming into parent the- parent club. Yeah, it's mad. But I would, I would be like, listen,
0: show us what you're made of. If I was Chelsea, I wouldn't allow that. I'd never allow that. I'd never allow that. You them. wouldn't allow that. Because you want all the advantages, don't you? One of the most impressive performances I've seen in recent uh, weeks is what Crystal Palace did against Chelsea with the late winner by Chelsea. Crystal Palace were brilliant. They were brilliant. I think that was, that, that was without Eze as well. Like that was, Elisa just ran the show, absolutely ran the show to the point where if Zaha had scored, I think, we had two great chances on the night the half Palace mm. take the lead in that game it's a tight game and they end up winning it I think and they got a late winner Chelsea and so I would not allow <laughs> if I had any choice you, wouldn't, all, you wouldn't let him do it. it no why are you that it's team simple, can simple, hurt you look, oh, look, God, I, I so love awkward. it I love it when clubs play against players on loan I love it I love to see it but I wouldn't allow it
2: I'd be devastated if it was me in his position mm.
0: we've got to cover the other games as well guys
2: because I've watched the the Borough-Chelsea game and what you see when you watch Borough against Chelsea as much as how good they've been on this FA Cup run it's a proper FA Cup run Middlesbrough's been on mm. but when you come up against a Chelsea and it's it's just a it's almost like you know I mean? you've done well but this is kind of where it's going to end because end of the road, yeah, to it, is, it really is levels and you could see it in in the way they played and the charts like Ziyech is Ziyech's goal is so underrated from where he hit it's, the shot. It's incredible. Honestly. Yeah. He honestly, has no right to shoot like that. You know, he from across, from the goalie can see everything, right? He's cut inside, the goalie mm. can see everything, and that's the only place he could put it. To be honest, it's like Jota's goal against Arsenal. With You know, people were blaming Ramsdale, but it's the, it's the, it's the levels and the margins that these guys are hitting. Ziyech's goal was unbelievable. Middles mm. were done brilliantly, but...
0: You know, they just come up against a, a, a top team. It's the, it's, the just, it's the goal of the round. Yeah, so, it's the goal of the round, x like Easily, easily. Because you look at it and it's like, it's like a, it's a harpoon and it's, it's oh gone. God, it's it's so there. Yeah. The moment he locked on that corner, it was in. The moment he locked on that corner because the angle, he beats the keeper in flight, depth, swerve. Like the keeper's diving it and it's always going away from him. It's the, it's the accuracy
2: and the power from the angle. This is what I'm saying. Yes. This people can't underestimate. That's what it is, Moose you know what mm. i mean and because the goalkeeper people say mm, "goalie." no that shot and sometimes you just have to say you know yeah it's 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 it's, it's an, an unbelievable strike because mm. otherwise the goalie saves it you know this is what i'm saying with chelsea the, i don't care what's happening with chelsea and that team is so fucking dangerous bro
1: and the cup competition as well they're just so relentless i think
0: it's mo as well when i say about this this the way that they scored like Two within like half an hour, and it was mm. it was the way they scored them. The first goal was so businesslike; it was like a training ground goal. The way yeah, Lukaku yeah. calls for it, and the second goal, Just, those, were, there yeah. those there are certain goals that are demoralizing.
1: Clinical, like, yeah, yeah. Even like the yeah. first
0: goal, it's like mm-hmm, Thiago yeah.
1: Silva, thirty-seven. The way he's playing out the back, just passing it around. It's like, hold on, this kid is like mm. some academy kid with like yeah. rolled at his feet. And then next, yeah. you know, ZH plays that amazing, like we said about Eze, the pass before the keep, the, the oh, assist, yeah. oh. amazing pass breaks the line, an and then Mason Mount. That's the sort of ball into the area that a striker loves. Keeper doesn't know where to yeah. be. Yeah. All I have to do is arrive. It touches me. It's in the goal.
2: And then you've got the, the Liverpool game. That was it was a fantastic game to watch. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. um it's a really, really good game to watch. And again, what they what they learn and they learn, it's a it's a great lesson for a team like Forrest and those players. They've got a few players in their team, you know, Jed Spence, you know what I mean, Johnson. They've got a couple of players in their team, you know, who you look at and you think to yourself, they will have learned so much from playing against that Liverpool side because the chance what the guy had what came across, Moose. Oh my goodness, sinker knuckles. What I can never understand as, as, um, as somebody who's in a position to score like that, Moose, is why they choose the most difficult thing. It's the natural thing, what came in their mind was the most difficult at that stage. And that only comes, the only thing I can put it down to is because they're not naturally in that position often enough to know that you don't want that ball to come across your right foot, onto your left foot, because what could happen is it could come off your heel. Whereas when it's coming to you and it comes across your first foot and you just sweep it in, you at least get it on target. And then what happens is he misses, they go down the other end, they score. It's just like you think to yourself, wow, the game is
0: so cruel. It is, but then again, I said this before. It isn't it? And the isn't. levels and the it isn't, margins. It isn't bro. because look, I said this before. You never asked destiny for permission. The ball came across <laughs> goal. The ball came across goal, and we knew this it was, was his destiny, time. It's this his was the moment. moment. He knew, and this is the culmination. This is the arc of people's careers. You score that goal, and everything changes. This was a true sliding mm-hmm. doors moment for for Nottingham mm. Forest, and it was funny because you even saw certain moments where. Liverpool players were slicing the ball high and wide. Things weren't coming. Crowd was was loving it. And it was an old school cup time. This, this was a very, you know, in terms of Nottingham Forest, Liverpool, the historical significance of this, this is like late seventies, early eighties, like two teams just dogging it out for best in Mm -hmm. Europe. And this is, this is a historical tie. He scores that. And it changes the kind of trajectory. Everything changes. Everything. Everything Everything changes. Everything.
2: Changes everything. Because all of a sudden, Nottingham Forest, who have been beating teams, they get on that, they get into that and going again. to Wembley. They're
0: Honestly, going they're to going Wembley. to Wembley, <laughs> man.
2: It's such a and shame. This is the problem. He
0: finished, he finished as if he was aware of that moment. He
2: got taken yeah. off straight away.
0: Yeah, he finished as if he was aware of destiny because it's devastating that he did that. Yeah,
2: yeah. God, Jesus, so sad. And then um, the way City dispatched Southampton. And you know, what's quite demoralised about that is because you're so close to the glory and I'm not saying that you're going to be satisfied with playing in the semi-final, but you're a game away from the actual final. And if you beat City, in a cup competition like the FA Cup and it would be brilliant the underdogs and then you get to Wembley and then all of a sudden we could see one of those unbelievable underdog finals against one of the top teams and that but City literally again
0: business like, yeah absolutely just yeah it was cruel I think Pep enjoys like the Haas and Huttle rivalry I think he enjoys playing against those thinkers more than he enjoys playing against. Not not that all managers aren't thinkers. I'm not saying that, but he enjoys that. post a brutal outlook. There's early round of the FA Cup. I think it was last year when it was a really. T- I mean, they they had three late goals. I think City, but it was nil nil till very very late. The team just really went at them in quite a sort of, not a reductive way, but quite a sort of like mm-hmm. aggressive, um, and just unsettling way, just disrupting their rhythm and everything. And yes. This was this. And the thing is, also let's let's give credit to City because they're in just that they're in a they're in a really good flow. Actually, they may not be always like scoring the goals they want to in terms of expected goals, but like they're in a good flow in terms of the way the players are interchanging, passing, moving. It's just they're on a different level. At this Foden's goal as well. Is Foden's oh goal God. was a, a goal that was just like
2: there. It, there you go. That's that's what yeah. I've got. I've got that. it's a demonstration. It was so. It was so good. Yeah, it was. It was a demonstration of. You're giving me this much time here.
0: Okay, bam. No right. Can I be honest, you that's what's scary that. as well with Foden. Foden and Saka are scaring me because they're adding distance scoring to their repertoire. Mm, wow. You notice it. When Foden mm-hmm. and Saka first came in, close range. Oh, they're nice. They're like, come to a mm. house party. Oh, they're not talking too much. Yeah. And then like half an hour into the house party, they're like, hey, like they're telling all the best stories. That's how they are now. Foden <laughs> and Saka, they've got their feet under the table now in the Premier League and they're now Showing us the full reign Because that strike from distance That's what Saka's doing as well, isn't it? Like from Exactly what he's doing
2: Saka's going to that place We've got to talk about The Women's FA Cup, guys Big draw Mm. West Ham, Man City Arsenal Chelsea, bro Big
1: draw Wow Big, big
0: draw That's massive Chelsea need this cup
1: Not only do they need it It's just there's something about Emma About lived experiences Mm. And sort of I remember the beginning of the season. I remember the f-
2: I remember. remember she's not forgetting that, bro. She the beginning of the season, how our man was going on.
1: She doesn't forget. And she uses it as if there's anyone that uses moments as motivation in football, Emma's up there in terms of, listen. You remember that she's probably writing it down on post-it notes and putting it all over the changing room, be like, "Remember, we can beat them, bro.
2: We, we, we can beat them." You it's know? a, it's a, it's a very good game. It's a very you good can game. Can beat them, and I, and, and I think that I when is that game the seventeenth. So in terms of the league as well, I mean, yeah, seventeenth from Arsenal's point of view, they've got to have something else in the makeup going into that game. There's got to be more big up your chest vibe, right? Mm. Come on, Chelsea, we're going for it with you, lot man. Because my my initial reaction is. You, you, you naturally go, because it's the semi-finals, you know, who you get is going to be tough. You naturally go, oh, Chelsea, man.
0: Because of Emma Hayes, bro. I don't think Arsenal should be scared at all. You if don't If you look think, at the mate, second was- half of that, no, that League Cup final, the second half of that, I'd actually be slightly worried if I were Chelsea because there's pressure here for them, right? They've obviously the league, um, Arsenal are close mm-hmm. with them, but Chelsea like that, that exit from the Champions League, right? This is um, an underwhelming season for them, no matter what they win. Two trophies, they can at least say, okay, well, we've we've got the league, we've got the cup, but this is, they have to make a statement with Arsenal here, I think, Chelsea. The pressure, I think, is more on them, funnily enough. Do they have to make a statement though? Yeah, they do. They do, man. They do. But isn't that the risk? It's like a boxing match,
1: right? Where the boxer feels like I have to go out and, you know, wow the crowd and everything. And in trying to do that. That's
2: what Everton done you get, you get caught again with the players. uppercut and then
1: you You get caught. And then, and then you start panicking, like, oh my gosh, like I'm running out of and rounds to get this exactly,
2: done. That's exactly, that's exactly, it's a really good point simply because, again, you, you, you know, you go out there and you think, yeah, man, we're going to go for them and then bam, you, you know that they've got the knockout punch and then you feel it for the first time. Mm. Yes. They're going to have to go out, they're going to have to be in their face, they're going to have to score in the right moments and keep the pressure on. Because what I saw with Chelsea, and I've seen Chelsea, when Brighton beat them, mm. they kept at it. They, I don't know what they've done with, with Brighton when they kept at it. Dan Cutt scored a beautiful goal. Let's, get, let's not get that wrong. But at the same time, you keep these teams under pressure. You have to keep them under pressure and believe in what you're doing. And take the opportunities when they come, because that's what happens against them. They give you something. If you don't take it, then that's down,
0: that's down to you. I have there's something to be said as well. The return of Magda Eriksson is huge as well. Like that is enormous for Chelsea at the back line and that the playmaking yeah. function. Ericsson's return I think is going to be crucial in this one to watch.
1: I think there's think about just sort of where Chelsea have been in terms of being the, the chaser this season in a way. Even though they've got the one go- game in hand that would put them above. They've been chasing Arsenal and it's almost like okay in this sort of competition we can just trap you and put an end to this. Mm. I get what you're saying about it has to be a statement because the season might be underwhelming otherwise but I think Emma knows that, listen, I just have to get them both up, my players in this one moment. And she'll approach it in a way that they will try their best to maximise that and they'll just keep going for the full 90 and hopefully get it done. But it it, it is a blockbuster game. I think we've, it's testament to how far Arsenal have come this season to be a powerhouse and to be a team that mm. is set in standard because we, we, we thought it was possible. We put our hats out saying that it could be possible, but to see it and it happen is a different thing entirely. They have done mm. really, really well this season. I and mean, in times, it's like, they're not even cooking yet. There's so many players that are not
2: fulfilling their full potential. So right. it'll be interesting to see how it all comes we'll together. See but like, you know, it, the good thing about it is, like I said, you get to this stage of the competition, it's very exciting, but it's, it's the nerves. It's like, I think I was more frightened getting ready to play in semi-finals than the finals. Easy. You don't want to go out semi Why is that though? Because like, you're so close, Miwa, You're so close. Um, I'm quite fortunate that all the semi-finals that I was involved with, we got to the finals. So, you know, people saying it's the worst time to lose because you're literally forgotten. It's forgotten Mm.
0: and you're so close. Let me just throw this in as well. I want to just mention the other semi-final very quickly because it would be a huge deal if West Ham beat Man City the way that Man City have been playing in some of the recent games. So they got a a a narrow win over Ipswich. So, just for West Ham, just a shout to them because if they can make something happen in that other semi, if they could do that, there will un- need, need a lot of thing. things to go their way. Let's be just respect yes. them. I need a lot of things to go yes. their way, but if they can pull that off.
1: Ipswich did so right. well in that game. That's what we're talking about. You come so close, no one goes, you know what, you tried your best. You just yeah. want to get with that. But Ipswich really, really tried in that game. Well,
2: I was, was impressed. impressed. Some good semi finals, man. Men's and women's. It's going to be a good, to, good one to look out for. We've got to mention that this is um, obviously going out on Wednesday. And I'm going to the Wolfsburg game. To be honest, I'm really looking forward to that. And Jill Roald's coming back, one of my favorite players ever. So that's going to be a big one. And then obviously North London derby on Saturday. The wins. So massive, massive games coming up for Arsenal. You know, if they if they can if they can get get stuff out of these two games, I feel like then the Chelsea semi final won't bother me so much because I feel like this would take the ladies to a place where I'm thinking, yes, we can do it, man. We've got our capes on. We've got our
0: capes on. We're super. Let's go and be super. I want Arsenal to win a trophy they might feel they don't deserve. I want them mm-hmm. to go at this Champions League. Like, you know, like there are every year there's a Champions League um, where the team that wins isn't necessarily the most fancied. Mm-hmm. I want Arsenal to just like slyly just be like, we're taking this. Like with come with that what, energy. Like Port- Only because... Like
2: when Porto won the- it.
0: Yes. Okay, thank you. I, I, that's mm-hmm. exactly what I was thinking of. Did <laughs> you know, I mention this as well? Because everyone will be like, oh, Barcelona are amazing. They are like one of the great teams. We'll look at them 50 years from now and be like, that team is astonishing. But here's the thing. People forget the matchups and they forget the difficulty. Well, not everyone, but the difficulty that PSG gave Barca in, in that semi was extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Like they made them look extremely ordinary and of course they're not there, oh. but the matchup was so good. So I just hope that Arsenal can summon some of that in terms of their matchups, yes. because, you know, we talked about the meeting having a really tough start to the season, but Flo wrote a great piece of it, Flo Lord hughes of this parish a great piece about mm-hmm. Midam's season and how she's just adjusted to playing the ten. Yeah. So the kind of the intellectual battle of Arsenal Wolfsburg, I'm fascinated to see how they match up with each other. I think it's actually pretty yeah. good for Arsenal, I'm but I, I want Arsenal so to be thinking, let's let's go the whole way with this. You can go the way. Yes.
2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Guys, I've just got to mention a name. To the man then. Tammy Abraham. King of Rome. The King of Rome. What he done to Laxaila The King of Rome. Listen. King of Facts upon facts. The King of What did they do? They What's it called? They opened the door and who entered? The King of Rome. The King of Rome. The King of Rome. The King of Rome. That's what you said. What did they do? Open the door and who did they let in? The King of Grime. The King of Grime. They've let in the King of Rome. King of Rome. King of Rome. You know something? I sent Tam a message as well, you know, because you send messages to the guys, then, like all of them, every single person, mm. like when they get injured, when they, what's going on, when they, when I, when I feel like they're feeling down or feeling something, just send a message and sometimes you get a message back, sometimes you don't, but then at some stage, they, you know, they'll say something, bam. But like the way Tammy has gone over there, he's lit it up and I couldn't see it. I couldn't see Mourinho taking Tammy there and it working like it's worked. I, he's, this is where Mourinho, some, it baffles me in when he he's just said, you know something? Of all the people, I'm going to take Tammy, I'm going to take him to Roma and put him in this team. And I remember watching his first games. He was magnificent from the off. And then mm. I look at him now, he just looks like- It's his team. Yes. He, yes. It's his team. And the way they're celebrating with him, everything what's going on around him, it just feels like- he's it's his. guy. He's, yes, he's that guy. And, now, and you know the thing is, Moose, we tried mm. to get him Arsenal. And yeah. when you look at Arsenal playing now, how yes. Tammy's playing and what Arsenal's doing. You can say, you say to yourself, Mikel, Mikel, I, I, I fucking see it. You see the vision. You see the, vision. See the vision. You see because, the vision. And then the thing is, when it was happening, you're just thinking, you know when you kind of think, yeah, Tammy, yeah, I could see it because he ripped us to shreds. The Chelsea
1: in, game. In, in, Remember the, the spin? Game. He, oh, mate. The thing is, Tammy's always been a goal scorer. Like his championship record, ridiculous. The Chelsea season where he was actually playing, cough, cough, 15 mm. goals no, no penalties Even
0: Remember. in the
1: season When he wasn't playing He was still chipping in Here and there But what yes. he's done now He's in a situation Where his all round game For me When I'm watching him Is improving When you People talk about The numbers About the goal efficiency And everything And I'm like Listen no, Look at that That means that He's actually taking chances and still going If you want to talk about Impacts Why don't you talk about The fact that He's scoring the first goal In the game All the time He's all saying the you time. Know, It's that's me big. that's going to Carry this team He's it's literally big. Gone out there And that's why I give him credit because he's the latest British player to go out to Europe, get away from the media and just thrive. And for me, I saw what Sancho did. I saw what Chaloba did when he went to Napoli. I I see what Tammy does. I see what Tomori's doing. I'm like, why don't one of these young boys just say, you know what? It's about opportunity and going where you are valued
0: and just go out there and enjoy football.
1: Tammy is enjoying football.
0: He is, but it's terrifying. This is the thing. We can say that, we can say this now, right? And you're right. You're right, Mayor, but bear in mind, like what? Like, what's that thing about the um, average, the average person in the UK has, I think 20% of people in the UK have a second language, right? Like compared to like Europe, like Europe is obviously living in Berlin there's an ease to moving across borders in Europe that people don't necessarily have in the UK. The culture of moving, I'm not saying that Tammy himself doesn't speak loads of languages. I'm saying that the culture in the UK of like-
1: It's very different than like, like mainland Europe. Much, it's a, mm.
0: Psychologically, it's very difficult, right? And Serie a is, even though there are more goals in that league now than there were in the, you know, the earlier times, like Beppe Signori and that all around, shout out to them, but it's still a hard place to go. Now, the reason why I thought this would work out I, I is because- Jose Mourinho loves number nines who take responsibility. That is a consistent theme. If you look at that man's entire career, he has always given a hell of a lot of responsibility to the nine and he will mm. love you. He will praise you. And if you get onto a good start he's, with Mourinho as a number nine, mm-hmm. he's your guy. Like, and it's not like- His striker's always I mean, score. His striker's always score. Thank you. This is the thing. And you said that before, like, you know, I fear for Tam and I get that. Mm. But I was also looking at the the pieces in that Roma squad, Pellegrini and Mkhitaryan. And I was Taring. like, this hot click. Yeah. Yep. And the thing I love about Tammy is like, he does the best thing, the two best things that uh, number nine does, right. He gets the hell out of the way and he crashes the mm-hmm. box. Yes. So he's good in the build-up, but the way this man is scoring from like, you know, two inches out, two feet out, the yeah. ugly goals. Mm-hmm. I love this. Yeah. He desires ugly goals and mm-hmm. to get an ugly goal, to be two feet out, you know, Ian, it's the, it's the first step you're outside yeah. the box. You're, um, how would I say that? It's like when you're at the top of the road and you smell the home cooking from the top of the road. Like, and the way that you attack the table is the way this man is attacking the box. When I, <laughs> you know, Tammy Abraham, he's like, he's two yards near to the box and he smells the home cooking and he is there. He is the first one with the plate. He's I But you don't
1: think he's improved on as well, though. Yeah.
0: Something happens and it seems like it happened to
2: Tammy because you see the first goal, what they scored the other day. It kind of it came off the bar, came off his knees, he's bam, he was a yard out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He's got the hunger. He knows that the goal from a yard out is just as important as a flick yes. up. Do something. It's more, it's, it's even more important. He, just wants, he just wants to eat. He just wants to eat, Major. he's eating.
1: He just he's, wants the yummer food. He's the table. He just wants the yummer food. And like, I, I love I it. as to... well,
0: see how he's scoring against more important teams. You see how the yep. Juventus, yes. when I saw Big him teams. score that, it reminded me of when George Weah scored the header. I think Milan in that title winning season, Weah scores in the one all away at Juventus. And I'm like, this is it. Mm. it If you're scoring away at Juventus, that's the thing. You can, 10,000 years from now, it will still be Mm. difficult to score away at Juventus. No matter what happens to human civilization, that will always be a Mm. vital goal. When he scores that, I'm like, when you are now trespassing in that territory, because you know, if you're, if you're a center forward in a six yard box in Italy, you're trespassing. You're not welcome there in any circumstances. You're asserting yourself in that space. Like he was doing, he did it against Roma as well. Like he, uh, was against Lazio, sorry, in the Derby, against Juventus. He couldn't, and, and against, against Atalanta as well. He went to Atalanta and scored and he fought his way through that defence to score. Yeah, When Tammy lists individual goals that he scored this year, the milestones because of course, all goals are equal. Yes, they all add up. But there are some goals that mean more than others, right? And of he's course. scoring the goals that mean more. This is the thing. You know, there's some goal scorers, and we talk about the like volume scorers, but can they score in big matches? We won't name names in this podcast because I don't want to be that guy that like calls people out. But there are some strikers where they score a lot of goals, but you're like, can they score in those particular matches? But Tammy is doing that.
1: He's proven that he And can. if anything,
0: the one criticism is actually, Mario, is that his team around him, they're not at the level that he is at which is a bit of a shame because mm. I'm now thinking like, you know, what, you know, Tammy Abraham could operate in. There are, there are not many teams he could not operate in, actually.
1: What's so funny for me is, it, it, I remember we had the Declan Rice conversation months back and we're saying, if you look at the situation he's in now, there's no quick rush for him to make that next move.
0: No. You Declan, yeah. You're, yeah, Declan, yeah.
1: Like with, with Tammy, it's like, You've done the first season. Could you do another and really smash it up?
2: Does he need to do another? Because I think that Tammy's gone there, Mayoa, to say, right, let me go and show you what I'm doing because like, I don't think there was enough takers here mm. because for, for whatever reason, Moose, whatever reason, Mayoa, mm. there weren't enough takers. We tried, obviously, but like Tammy said, right, fuck you, lot, then Mourinho wants me to, I'm going to go and see how I do. I'm going to go and, I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to go and do this. Now, They all must be looking at him. They've got to be. For me, I see it like a
1: placement year, though. It's like finish the year. Like, because, like, we saw Lukaku. Lukaku went out there. Amazing. And then you come back and then just, I don't know why, there's something about England where the coming back, even if you've, you know, you've built all of that confidence, the coming back, it's like, you're back. Let's see what you're really made of. And all it takes is one little spell of not being where
2: you were. And it feels like the walls just close in. Yeah, but Chelsea are not... Chelsea not playing for him, whereas I think Arsenal, if he came back to Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal Arsenal. I think Arsenal he'll he'll directly from him. He'll come up, he'll link the play, and he's got the energy to get in the box. So I think that with Lukaku, remember, I, I thought at the start of the season with Lukaku now, it's over, Chelsea are doing <clears> it, <throat> but they're not <throat> playing to him. Tammy has got the hunger to finish the chances that Arsenal are not finishing right now. They're making chances. And there's th- th- someone's not in there taking them. And Tammy now is at that stage where I'm, t- I'm gobbling all of that up. Yes.
1: Do you reckon yes. after the one season he would have built the confidence to be like? Yes, I think so. I'm going to Arsenal yeah. to be the main man.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because he's gone to he's gone to Roma. That's true. It's a big club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's a massive club.
0: And he's the main man. And he was the main man from the first game. This is the thing I was going to say actually, and throw in there. Like, it's no small thing to be the king of Rome. Like you're Jeez. there and you're loved, a you're adored. Well. The a lifestyle, brother. the lifestyle, the culture, the city that embraces you—that you really made your name. Like, why do you leave it anytime soon? You're in the England squad. You know, Harry Kane is—you know—he's getting older. Like, who is, who is the next nine? Who's next up next after Harry then, Kane? Yeah. That's the thing, and that's that's it's the prize. That. If that's the if that's mm. the prize, then you hang around and roam for a bit. Mm. He's he's pulled out though. Yeah,
2: he's he got injured, He got injury, didn't he? So
0: yeah, he's pulled. Out. Which I don't think is a bad thing, Moose. Go on, Moose. Yeah, and I don't. I don't mean that. In, I don't mean that in the short term. I mean like in the next, mm. you know, Harry. You know, yeah. who's next after okay yeah. So then, then I'm thinking. Well, obviously, here's the thing. The problem with Roma that Roma might come down to is not the profile of the club. It's a huge club. It might be in the long term. It's the money, like because they yeah. just cannot afford to pay. They can't. Mm. And this is no disrespect to Roma. They just can't rival. Over. Let's see. Six, I'm not saying Tammy's greedy it's like over the six year contract whatever they might offer like five mm. year contract just they can't match that financially mm. as incredible mm. as the club is i just wonder if like that's a move that he might make let's say two or three years from now that he goes and i, I don't think
2: i don't yeah. think he needs to be in italy for for another two three years. i think if he does one more that's what i one, yeah, yeah, yeah. one more i'm thinking one more then it's come back time. so unfortunately like i say Moose, he's, he's kind of he's had to pull out and i kind of left him a message saying tams it, to be honest what you're doing in Italy is what's going to get you into that squad in Qatar. Mm. You keep doing what you're doing. You playing against Switzerland and Ivory Coast, all due respect to them and scoring is not going to make it any easier for you to get in the next squad. You carry on doing what you're doing in Italy. You're going to, you're going to get into those those squads. So don't worry about it. Just keep yourself right, you know, but like he's missing Ramsdale's missing James, Reese James missing and Trent. Transmitting, but mm. Tariq, Tariq Mitchell, Tariq Mitchell oh, man. it's a brilliant call I'm so happy for it's him. It's a fantastic call-up. I'm going back to Palace, that is mm. Mark Gaye, Gallagher, mm. and him mm. all in the squad. That's brilliant. Amazing. Amazing. That Amazing. is fantastic. And again, it's, you know, he's somebody that you watch him, especially defensive-wise, it's going to be interesting watching him playing for England if, if he gets a game going forward again because like we saw it with wan everybody went crazy wan and wan And then we saw that when you've got a team that is controlling the ball more and then you've got mm. to get up there and, and support, get up there and play football in the offensive area and cross the ball, this is where I'm hoping that Tariq Mitchell can show that side of his his, his game even more. Because remember, in playing behind Wilfred Zaha, you know, it's not the, it's not the kind of thing where you're going to lay it into Wilfred, get round him and you're going to get it back too much. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how he's going to play if he can get a run in England, so we can really see him attack because Mm. that's part of Gareth's game. So him getting the call up, Gaye getting the call up was, was really good. I think, um, Tamori not getting a call up is something that I I really do. I I cannot understand it. I I can't understand it. And it's, it's one that's, it's not bothering me because Gareth will have his, his reasons, but I cannot for the life of me think what reason it can be. What, you know, with all due respect to Gahey, with all due respect to Conor Cody, Tyron Mings, Harry Maguire. I know that the, the, the people love saying this, oh, they've not let him down and he trusts him and this and that. When do people get rewarded for what Tamori's done? He's gone out there and he's proven, I can do this. When does he get the, you know something, you, you got to get a bring in. Let me give you a bring in. If you, if you don't play, it don't matter, but you have got to get a bring in because what you're doing is fantastic with all due respect to the other guys, I'm never ever going to say to people who've got an England call, like, oh, we shouldn't have got one. Never going to say that because it means the world to players and it means mm. the world. And then when you don't get it, when you're doing this kind of stuff, it fucking hurts, man.
0: It really, I really think the does. Fair thing to say, yeah. Because it's not so much you're saying the players aren't good enough to be in that squad. It's more like, what more do you have to do? Yeah. What more do you have to yeah. do? If you're part of a defense, um, and There's the field in front of him has changed a bit. You know, if you're if you're top of Serie A in a resurgent AC Milan team mm. and you're looking like you might actually claim the title, what more do you have You've to do? You've got to get love be pitched for an England squad. That to me is the question. Mm, but Carl Walker Peters.
2: So happy though. Yeah.
0: Great to see him as well.
2: Like Carl Walker Peters get because I remember watching him at Tottenham Moose, Mayoa, and mm. I'm thinking they got rid of Carl Walker Peters and they brought in Serge Aurier And when I've watched Serge for a couple of games, I'm thinking Carl Walker-Peters, I'm sorry, is a better player. They've brought Emerson Royal in, and I'm saying, I'm sorry, he's a better player than Emerson Royal. And even with Doherty, who does great stuff going forward and that. I've watched Carl Walker-Peters, and I'm glad he's got the call-up. The call- so I remember watching him. He was involved in the England under- tw- under-17 team that won the World Cup with he's the Phil Foden and yeah. all those guys. So I'm watching him, I'm thinking, why have Tottenham got rid of him? Why have <laughs> they got rid of him when you watch how he plays? And, and for him to get the call-up, I'm, I'm absolutely made up because for me that helps him. That gives him that like, buzz. What makes him go? Yes. You know what I mean? Me moving from Tottenham when he, I don't think would he have really wanted to? He probably had to because they wanted him out. He's gone to Southampton, not so fashionable and continued with great form. And he's been rewarded just in Southampton. So why can't Tomori get rewarded for going and playing and putting himself out there, playing brilliant football, you need to be rewarded. Kyle Walker Peters has been rewarded.
0: I hate to say, it, I wonder if Tamori is just not fully on the radar. Like, you know, oh, Tariq Rahim's but... goals have made him a headline. But if you look at, do you know what? I mean? If you look at like the defenders they pick, like Connor Cody, for example, he provides the leadership. Right? That's an intangible thing. So then, who is he competing against, Tamori, in that squad? He's competing with because you know he trusts. It's all about trust with Trust Maguire. Trust just Mings, Maguire. trust McGuire. He knows what he gets from them. Mitchell, he sees him more at Palace. here as well. Tomori is the one player because a defender needs to do more to get noticed than a striker does. This is the one thing I'll say in Southgate's defence. A defender needs to do more to get noticed. And I'm not sure that he would have missed out by much, actually. It's not like if you look at that list, you're like, oh my goodness, like, well, he's that Tomori because Tomori wasn't good enough. He just may not have seen him play enough football, actually. And also, like, he knows, if you're, doing, if you're Premier League defending, you know what you're getting, what the chemistry is going to be. Because it's not just about, um, what's the word, whether the player's good enough individually. It's about how will he combine with other players that defend in the Premier League. These are all Premier mm. League defenders. So he it's a style of defending that he's like, actually the chemistry if I bring him in won't fit because in Serie A they attack differently. So maybe, and I, I love Tamori, I'm just saying that maybe this is part of the thinking in why he's well, been excluded. Well, m- m-
2: Moose, I, I, I appreciate that because you have to have that side of it as well. But I do believe that to bring somebody Mm. in, have Mm. a couple of looks at him, and then if he doesn't get in, then at least I can be on this side of it saying, yeah, well, Gareth's had him in a couple of squads. He's looked at him. Maybe he doesn't fancy him for whatever reason. But to not get in when he's playing in this good form um, just feels a little bit unfair. But at the same time, I'm delighted to see someone like Gehi get in simply because another player at the Chelsea Academy has done well to blast through that academy with the great players that they've got and the great defenders that they've got. And now, you know, he's moved on to Palace, captain played him. fantastic football, he's captain in Palace, and now he's got into the England squad. Another player that's taken it on himself to say, I need to move. I need to move yeah. for, the better, for, the, for the better, for the better, for the better of my career. And now he's in the England squad. It gives you a boost. It gives yeah. you something. Now, I'm not saying give away caps like did against Australia. But what I'm saying is, is to give someone like Tomori, a, 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 that just to make him say, yeah, man, they can see me. At least they can yeah, see me. Yeah, I'm, in the, I'm you, in the picture. Do you know, yeah. Yeah. Do you know yes. what I
1: found? Do you know what I found? Because Kyle Walker wasn't put in this squad because he said he wanted to give a look at everyone else and Kyle Walker be in the next one. Mm. Why couldn't that be applied to Tomori? Like, M- Maguire international mm. level, like, if you trust him, you trust him, you know what you're going to get with him. And like, I know that United players are not and in the yeah, squad. Yeah, but it's and United. And that's, that's the thing that on me. And that's like, the it's issue. United
2: is Harry Maguire. Yeah. If he left him out, it becomes it's a big be like, story. It's a, it becomes and a this massive is like story. Football is so and it's so frustrating
1: long. sometimes because it, really is. it should be simple enough to be like, listen, Harry, listen, go and have three weeks off, look after yourself. We've got a big World Cup coming in. I want to have a look at this tomorrow because exactly. he's been amazing. It should be that simple, but there's so many other factors that just go into it.
0: But. Yeah. Sometimes, if you overlook people, it's not really a conscious disrespect. You overlook people, and you lose them. You don't want to be in a position where you look back and say, "We could have done, we could have, yeah, because- better by him." Some like Tamori being eligible for Canada, right? If he declares mm-hmm. for Canada, when you've also got a false, a false Davis in there, Jonathan David, who are like, as we say in quotes, hashtag generational talents. You're starting to build a really, really exciting squad, and you have got the World Cup four years from now people start to blame for the and It starts becoming a thing to like, actually like this team could go deep in a world cup, could get past like, you know, the group stages maybe get a second round, and who knows what happens. That's really exciting. And maybe it will be a bit of a lesson to countries not to be too complacent about. Yes. Yes. That's all I'm having saying. Having these players at your disposal. It's, it's true for when you're publishing a book and it's true for when you're picking a a country to play for. Go where you feel the love.
1: 100%.
0: Absolutely. Where you feel loved and appreciated, you will play your best football, you mm. will make your best art. Absolutely. You yeah. know something? On, on,
2: on that note, you know, we've got to say where you feel most appreciated. We, still, we started with Tammy Abraham, he's, he's getting flowers because he's appreciated and he's playing his best football and long mate continue for him. So flowers for Tammy. Yeah. Okay, listen, guys, I've got to let you go. Um, time to leave the yard. Thank you very much. Thanks very much, Musa Kwanga. Thanks very much, Mayor Koji. Will I see you again soon? Of course, Absolutely. Bro, Without doubt. I love you guys. Listen, I've got to say, everybody, thank you very much for listening. There won't be no righties house next week. What week? We will be back the week after next. So make sure you join us then for more chat. There's a lot going on. So um, we'll have a lot to chat about. Take it easy and be safe.